This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We've had the dialogue. Learn from Jeff, uh, Greg, and, and ownership of the desire to, to go the, the sporting director route and um, the, the impact that that would have on me. And I'm ecstatic. I'm excited about the fact that uh, we're making this kind of investment. Well, you know, when you're sitting in last place in the Western Conference of Major League Soccer, pretty sure that at some point something has to give. And today that did for the Vancouver Whitecaps. They announced a front office shakeup, and it is a pretty big one because for a long time, years and years, Bob Leonard Doozy has been the face and everything of the Vancouver Whitecaps. Well, they are doing away with the position of president that was Bob Lenarduzzi's job, but he himself is not leaving uh, the club. He is actually moving into a new role as club liaison, but they're going to start this international search uh, to hire a sporting director. So let's break all of this down. What does this mean? Global BC Sports Director joins us now, Squire Barnes. Hi, Squire. Hello. Is this a huge surprise? No. That's what I thought. I don't think so. Um, this actually was sort of rumored um, last year that, they would be looking for someone and Bob might be moved aside. So the announcement today, I, I think there was a lot of pressure on the Whitecaps with the way things have gone so poorly this year on the field that, okay, now we're going to basically throw something out the window to the angry villagers so they might buy <laughs> tickets next year. Is it that bad? Well, I mean, there's a lot more empty seats at BC Place for Whitecaps games than I've seen in the last number of years, maybe since they joined MLS. I mean, this doesn't, this doesn't necessarily mean everybody's going to rush out and buy tickets because Bob's no longer the president. Bob, just to say one thing about Bob, he has been the face of soccer mm-hmm. in this town for more than a generation. Since he joined the Whitecaps as a teenager when they started in 1974, he's always been there with whatever soccer team is in this city. And he's done a lot of good for soccer. And he was an iconic figure for a long time. No one ever criticized Bob. But in recent years, with the Whitecaps not spending enough money on players and whether they say that's true or not, they, they like to defend themselves on that. That's the perception out there. Bob became, went from iconic figure to the face of the franchise, and he was the one everybody directed their frustrations at. Right. And they also haven't had a very good time of it this year off the field either, have they? No, um, because of what happened way back in 2008. Um, with the coach then and with the women's team, that was brought up again last year and the Whitecaps got a lot of criticism for that and Bob got a lot of criticism for that because he was around in 2008. Although the Whitecaps are saying today ownership is that that has nothing to do with Bob being moved to whatever that role is, liaison. Yeah, let's talk about that then. What does that mean, club liaison? Is it like ambassador, show up, cut some ribbons? I guess so. What is that? Yeah, you, you go to the rubber chicken dinners, you get a desk with a pad so you can doodle on it and <laughs> don't answer the phone. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> really don't know what that's supposed to be. It's like you be the, the – I mean, he would be the ambassador and the liaison. Right. This, as we said, when you think of soccer in Vancouver – you think of Bob Lenarduzzi, and it's always been that way. So the other thing, too, Simi, is Bob has been a very good soldier for the main owner whom you never see, Greg Kerfoot. I mean, Kerfoot Yeah, he wasn't there in, today either, was he? 
He's never anywhere. You never see him. He's never spoken in public. He doesn't have his photo anywhere. He likes to stay in the shadows, very much so. Um, and Bob has been basically his voice. So I, I think also the reason Bob is staying on is a thank you, probably from Greg Kerfoot, to being that guy, to being the guy who stood in front of Greg and, and kept him where he wanted to be, and that's out of the public eye. All right, so is this going to be enough? Like, what does this mean? Where do you now find uh, an international sporting director? What does that mean? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> because when I was watching the start of the press conference and one of the other owners, Jeff Mallet, is going on about... We've decided to get a sporting director to run this thing. It's like, what? You just figured that out yeah, now? That's what I was We should have too. a guy run the place? You know, the Whitecaps, so one thing about the Whitecaps, they've kind of been a three-headed monster as far as management is concerned. And there was always talk that it was a case of too many cooks at the top of the uh, pyramid. Okay, so now they get a guy or a woman, whomever it is, to run the whole thing. But... I don't know really what that means because if the ownership of the Whitecaps, if the person running it, if you and I or whoever got the job and you went to them and said, I really want this player, he wants to play here, but he's going to cost this much money, and they say no, well, then you're kind of in the same boat as Leonard Doozy and the coaches were and everybody else was before. Yeah, so they haven't actually said that. They haven't said we're going to do whatever it takes. No. We're just going to hire the sporting director. Yeah. I mean, you know, they want, they, they said even last year after they sold Alfonso Davies and got all that money from Bayern Munich in Germany that we really want to develop. We want to get into developing young players and then they make the team and then I guess they sell them to somebody. <laughs> but, um, so uh, this new quote unquote sporting director would be in charge of everything player, I suspect. But again, wasn't that the president's yeah. job? I don't, I, I, it, it confuses me uh, that they just figured this out now, that they should have somebody run the thing. Yeah, I know. That kind of confuses me as well. And, you know, really for fans, this summer, Squire has been terrible. I mean, there's not a lot for us to watch, <laughs> is there? No, there's not. I mean, thank goodness Wayne Rooney's in town, so you can watch him tomorrow uh, at BC Place. That gives you something to watch if you go to a Whitecaps game. No, the Whitecaps have been awful, and the Lions have been awful. And the Whitecaps... I know they were in a rebuild, and new coach Mark DeSantos didn't have a lot of time to bring in new players, but nobody predicted they would be this confused this late in the season. And with the BC Lions, it's the same thing. They made all these changes. They brought in a new coach. Uh, They brought in Mike Riley, the big star quarterback, and it has been an unmitigated disaster pretty much from the start of the season. And from from the Lions' standpoint, it's even worse than the Whitecaps because when you go to a Whitecaps game, Simi, you do see empty seats now, which right. you didn't see as much before. The Lions have even more empty seats than Ooh. the Whitecaps. And, and now they have, I think, six home games left in the regular season. Ooh. They're awful. Um, not a lot of people want to go out there and watch them anymore. And there's talk about, is a team for sale? And now, what could David Braley get for it? I don't know, a oh couple of hundred bucks. It's it's not worth very much <laughs> yeah. anymore because no one's going and they're not winning. So what, do we have to just sit here and wait for hockey season to start? Or is that, yeah, because that that's team's gonna definitely go so well. that's gonna... <laughs> Stanley Cup contender. <laughs> well, you know what? Let, let's face it. In this town, and it's always been this way, whether the Canucks go 0-82 or if they make the Stanley Cup final, it is the Vancouver Canucks town. It always True. has been, and it always will be. I mean, the Lions, you know, when they're doing great, people are more interested. Obviously, when the Whitecaps are doing great, if they ever do great, people are more interested. 
but this is still the Vancouver Canucks town. They're the ones who people talk about 365 days a year. See, but I still felt like last summer and the summer before, the tide had turned a bit. Like, at least in the summertime, I felt like it was it had become the Whitecaps town. You know, it was fun to go to the games. People would talk about that. Nobody has really said that this year. No, you're right. I, I think it, for a while there with the Whitecaps, it was a bit of a novelty. It, it was a great mm. family atmosphere. You know, the other thing about the Whitecaps is half the fun was what was happening in the stands. Yeah. With the supporters groups like the Southsiders and the Curva Collective, I mean, that was kind of fun to get involved with that. But uh, after a while, the novelty begins to wear off a little bit. And now it is, hey, can you win a few games? Can you, we we want to cheer on a winning team too. It's not just enough to come out here and feel like it's fun that we sing and wave flags. We have to see something on the pitch. So the Whitecaps have now fallen into the the situation where people are angry at them. Now, on the flip side of that, Simi, I would say that's a good thing. If no one cares, well, think of it this way. If no one gives a damn if you lose, then you're in real trouble because no no one cares, no one's coming. I think it's better if people are angry because at least it shows they care and if you start to turn things around and win, the angry people become happy and they come to the games. If they are absolutely not interested or they don't care they aren't coming to the games whether you win or lose true good point So with the white caps people were angry a lot of people wanted a change at the top and maybe this change at the top will change some people's minds and they'll think okay well they listen to us and and we'll see how they go from here but i think if the white caps win that stadium sells out again if the lions start winning i'm sad to say i'm not so sure that stadium sells out well, at least that sounds like positive news for the Whitecaps there. Anyway, listen, Squire, thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. Okay. That is Squire Barnes, our Global BC Sports Director, talking about the news of the Vancouver Whitecaps. I thought that was an absolutely accurate assessment on that. The Whitecaps should take some heart and at least how passionately people seem to care about what they're doing today because that means that, yeah, we want them to win. Start win a couple games. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.